What's going on, everybody? Welcome inside episode 1,112 of the Tall Can Audio Podcast, coming to you from our studio in beautiful Bytown, Canada. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Tall Can Audio. Hope you'll follow along there. Let us know what you think, and uh, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast wherever you're hearing us right now. Happy to be welcoming back to the show. You were here a couple of months ago, but uh, Angela Thompson from the Lake of Bays Brewery is back. What's happening? Oh, it's definitely better weather than uh, yeah, last time you were here. I think it was a snow. We weren't even sure if we were going to do it. Now it's beautiful. I think it's almost 20 degrees. Yeah. It's just going to get better. Yeah, so. We were just kicking that around before we started, eh? <laughs> that we had to like talk about whether or not to postpone because it was so much snow falling at the time. But you powered through. You oh, were a champ. Yeah. Showed up anyway. Oh, yeah. My like the mailman, right? You bring yeah. beer and either rain or slate, whatever the... Yeah, the, exactly. The, <laughs> I, I perform a very important service. Exactly. So uh, beer. Beer is important. Beer delivery service is important. But thanks for having me back. It was so much fun last time. And... And uh, I keep listening to your podcast. I think you're great. I listened to you on TSN <laughs> yesterday. Uh, so super, super pumped to be back. It's funny the timing on that, eh? Like none of those guys over at TSN 1200 called me when the Leafs advanced mm-hmm. to the second round. They no. didn't want to give me any airtime then. No. But once the Leafs are down 3 nothing, yeah, now we can, <laughs> now we can talk. Right? So. Last, next time you just say no. Yeah. No, I'm not coming on your show. <laughs> Talk to me when they're doing well, and yeah. that's it. There's a little bit of that, right? Uh, they, they like to kick me when I'm down. That's all right. And, and I'm happy to provide a, provide a service to the people of Ottawa that, so they can point and laugh at the Leaf yeah, fan. Yeah, right? I it's, mean, uh, I, I, I'm one of those people. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I know there's a lot of you out there. So, uh, One of the great things about when we have people like you in here is you bring beer. I know. Love that. Know. Uh, and so you have. That's part of my job. Yeah. So you have brought more beer today. This isn't even in the LCBO yet. Tall Can Audio is getting uh, an early exclusive on this. Tell us about what we're going to have today. Uh, so it's called Unmapped. So it's uh, a hazy light IPA. So it has uh, um, low carbs. So seven grams of carbs in each can. Uh, so it has uh, peach and jasmine, and then it has lemon uh, lime notes just right at the end. So uh, yeah, it's good. I- Way behind opening the beer. That's all right. Like yeah, you're, you're, you're getting. Right. You're yep. getting. It's on the LCBO. Hopefully, uh, before long weekend or just right after. So you're one of the first people in Ottawa to have this. Probably oh, besides me. That's it. Yeah. That's what we like to do around here, right? Yeah, is is yeah. be ahead of the game a little bit. Yeah. So this is you guys are are looking to have this in the LCBO in time for the long weekend. We're hoping. So it's supposed to be just after, but sometimes they're a little bit early. Okay. So we're hoping, yeah. hoping, hoping right. that it's in before. Because this is like. You know, as far as, as the beginning of summer, right? In Canada, it's Victoria Day weekend. That's when we kick this stuff off, right? I, I actually had my first patio uh, weekend or patio day of the uh, of the season just this past Saturday. Nice. Gorgeous outside, right? Went over to yeah. the uh, the Senate Tavern there on Bank Street and was uh, trying a few different things there. Um, but yeah, when it comes to that first long weekend, that's, you know, craft beer drinkers are out. They're looking for something new, looking to try a little something different and kick off the season, right? Like, this is yeah, what we do. Yeah, so we're, ho- I mean, we have lots of good things in there. Otherwise, uh, I think the next stop uh, we tried last time I was on is mm-hmm. in there. So yeah, give her a try. Okay, see, the first thing I notice about this, and I like this, it's not, it doesn't taste light. Right, like it doesn't come off like a light beer, right? Like a Bud Light or a Coors Light or whatever. There's still plenty of flavor there, right? Like which sometimes you sacrifice when you try and lower the. What do you say? We're down to seven. Uh, seven grams of carbs. Yeah. yeah, like that. That sometimes takes a hit when you try and lower the carbs, right? So I talked to my boss and I was like, oh, I tried it on the weekend and we have uh, off the grid, which is our uh, hazy pale ale, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it tastes almost exactly like if I did a blind taste test, I don't know if I could tell the difference, right? And he's like, yeah, no, for sure. So it's kind of a um, 
a tie between that off the grid and our 90 cal IPA. Right. Or sorry, pale ale. So it's uh, one of those that are are kind of a mix, but yeah, I, I really, it took me, I was like, I don't know if I could tell the difference. And I'll have to do the taste test and I'll tell you, I'll do a blind taste test and do it <laughs> to see whether I can tell the difference. But yeah, it doesn't lose any of the flavor in it. So that's great. And that's the beauty of it, right? Like it, it, it's, you know, for those of us who love our craft beer, but may also be hurtling at an uncomfortable pace towards 40 years old and you're starting to consider other things, right? Lower cows, lower carbs. Um, you don't want to sacrifice the flavor or whatever. So these are, um, these are hard to find when that, that actually hold up in that beer taste. But when you do like they're precious, right? You keep them. Oh, so good. And so we have, we have a bunch of, we're kind of going in that direction. We'll always have obviously the craft craft beer as sure. I call it, but we have two 90 cows, um, low tide in near shore, uh, super good, full of flavor. And then we have our non-alcoholic. Uh, and we're getting two more, uh, hopefully in the next few weeks. And I did dry January, which is weird, uh, for someone who's never been able to do it. I know (laughs) it was was tough. And I actually went to the brewery for a Christmas party and I drank probably six of them and no, I didn't get anything from it, but they taste like a beer. (laughs) And so our non-elks are in a lot of LCBOs. Um, but we're kind of trying to branch out to those, and don't you know what you're? I'm over forty. Like you're fine. You know what? You're younger than me. But there's no doubt you remember <laughs> this this oh, moment yes, of yes. racing towards it, going, oh no, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you'll be fine though. It's it's, it's there's nothing different. But um, <laughs> yeah. So we're definitely we. We try to say, and I don't know if I said this last time, we want beer for everybody. Right. Whether you're a non-drinker um, or whether, you know, uh, uh, New England IPA, a really high IBUs. Mm-hmm. And then we always have something in the middle. So whether you, you're counting your calories, counting your carbs. Do a dry uh, January. Do a dry January. You, you can make it through. Around or, here we called it moist January, damp January. We tried a few different, like... <laughs> <laughs> Got to settle down a little, but on the show, we still have to have a beer or two, right? Yeah. So we couldn't completely pull the plug on it. And well, I, maybe I in January, I'll come with some non else Okay, yeah. Uh, well, I, I'll bring other ones, too. Sure. But we, uh, well, maybe we'll do a one-on-one. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I think that's fair. Right? Yeah. That's, and that, that's kind of like a moist. There we go. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's even a, though I hate that word. That's dampuary. Yeah, no, I know. Lo- so many people like send me tweets and whatever, like, please stop calling it that. <laughs> Just makes people uncomfortable. Right there, so. Well, I said I did dry January because I had a wet December, so you can. Yeah, that's how it goes, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, December always. Oh, yeah, oh, it's, it, tough. it's rough on everybody. Oh, so, um, we kick this off, you know, pretty quick, running through it. Tell us again, just what the the flavor profile is here that we're going. We can kind of work our way through this here a little bit. Yeah, so it's uh, light, fruity, and fresh, um, as we can tell. Um, Peach and jasmine notes, uh, lemon-lime finish, uh, gentle haze, so you can see. I do get that lemon-lime a little bit at the end, right? That kind of tail end of it. It's and it's you're nice. you're you're very classy because you put yours into a glass and I'm you put a glass out for me which is very nice but uh, uh, I like to say I put the ass in class and okay. so I'm just drinking right, I'm just drinking right out of the can but you can notice that there is a golden haze to it yes exactly and that's <laughs> so, why I poured it was so I could take a picture of it as well right and get a little okay, bit of that fair to, yeah. fair fair but for thank the good you listener, thank yeah. you for putting it at this glass yeah no problem and, <laughs> maybe and I'll normally, put the second one in it and normally it's my co-host who's telling me because I never pour mine it's just uh, you know. <laughs> Today, feeling classy, if that's the word we're going for. Well, I like it. I like it. Uh, Yeah, and like I said, it's light-bodied. Like, 
you can tell that there is a difference from a full-bodied beer, sure. but you don't lose any of the flavor, which That's is right. fantastic, especially if you are counting the carbs. So, you know, if you're a craft beer lover looking for a low-carb beer, this is going to be... Yeah, we're coming into that season where you don't get to layer up anymore, right? Like, everybody's starting to be a little more conscious, right? So Yeah, I'm going I'm to have to start drinking a lot of these. That's besides the point. Um, but yeah, so it's good. Uh, yeah, it's good for a good summer fruity beer. I like that, yeah. yeah. And um, that's an area I'm starting to get more into. You mentioned uh, you caught... I was on... 1200 there the other day with uh with Creech and uh and Kenny Walls and he asked me for a beer to sip by the uh by the pool and that's not a strong suit for me as you and I talked about before we fired up the show I'm a I'm a dark beer guy and it's taken me a while to kind of warm up to the IPAs and the the whatever it's never that I disliked them but if you offered me a choice that was going to be a a ways back right that wasn't going to be my first choice but I don't know I'm starting to get there like I'm starting to become one of these IPA people one of these whatever and so no matter what I want to try, even if it is going to be thinner, you know, or slightly less carbs or whatever it might be, yeah, you're starting to look for a little more flavors, right? And this is a time of year where everybody's looking for that that summer beer, right? And, and this would fit nicely into that category. You could you could easily see yourself sitting on a patio or on a dock or whatever and putting away six or eight of these in an afternoon. <laughs> so. uh, yeah, I definitely did do that on the weekend. So, yeah. um, <laughs> well, I had to sample because I knew it was coming on here and I just wanted to make sure I got all the, you know, just enough to a make sure I had it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just research, right? That's doing your job. I get it's that. true. It's true. Hey, I should get paid extra for that. A little bit, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you did in beer, right? Yeah. I did, I did, I always do. Yeah, and so the 90 cals, too, are kind of, you know, good for the summer season if you're driving as well, right? So less alcohol in them, but you still have a really good beer taste um, on both of them. Uh, Maybe I'll drop some off next week. I'll just give you another little package of beer. I love dropping them off. Never turn that down. (laughs) Um, Good to know people, right? Yes, yes. I'm I'm always full of beer. I have their... The trunk of your car has got to be awesome, right? Like, it's uh, just a- <laughs> no, yes and no. Okay. So I always have samples, but I leave all the cases. So I have like little six pack carriers. Yeah. So I make a flat. There's four that sits in, um, but they all sit behind my couch. Um, okay. So I have like stacks, and that's what actually keeps <laughs> my couch from rubbing against the wall. So it does like a double duty. Sure. Um, but it's so funny. I'm like, oh, yep, no, getting low. And then when I have to pick up beer that's transferred up to me. I'm like, oh, my God, I have to bring these all in for my car. Because, right. <laughs> A, you don't want them to get skunky no. if it's no. warm. And then in the winter, you don't want them to freeze. Right. So you have about three weeks on either side that you can leave them in the car and they're fine. <laughs> so we're, we're kind of in that area right now. Right. Um, how is uh, how's business at the Lake of Bays Brewing Company? What else is new right now? What's going on around the company? Oh, it's so awesome. Like everything is kind of firing all cylinders. Obviously, the two brew pubs in Bracebridge and Huntsville are starting to get busy now uh, and they will long weekend. So they'll, they're coming into their own for sure. Uh, around here, I've gotten uh, Cheshire Cat Pub. We're nice. actually, yeah. So next stop. It's a and great then spot. Eh? It is. I'm doing trivia there and meet the brewer there on Monday. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so just for the good listener, that'd be Monday the 
15th, 15th yes. of May. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So they have Next Stop, and then they have one of our specialty kegs from the brew pub, so, which is called Kings and Pretty Things. Oh, nice. It's a wheat beer. So uh, they have those two going. Tragically so we'll inspired, s- yeah. but maybe not allowed to quite say so. <laughs> yeah. We, wheat we, Kings and Pretty line. Things. Yeah. So we, we kind of, we have a fine line. There was uh, another brewery, and for the, uh, maybe you can say it, maybe you can't, but there was another brewery out there that named a beer after a Tragically Hip song without consulting with them, without, yeah. and literally just pillaged the name of a song, threw it on their beer, and the band was kind of like, yeah. hey, like, if you don't mind. So I kind of like this, right? It's kings and pretty things, but it's a wheat beer, and you can sew it together for yourself. It's, it's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, there's some, there's some creative uh, yeah, people Yeah, I get it. I like that. I like that a lot. Brewer. I'm yeah, a huge yeah. hip fan. So. <laughs> yes, uh, it's, and uh, I actually haven't attention. tried it yet because okay. it's one of brew pubs, so I will be having that on Monday. Right. So we're going to do a sampling, meet the brewer, and then they go right into trivia. So prizes from like a base, so that's going to be super nice. fun. So that is the uh, Cheshire Cat Pub on... Uh, Old Richardson. Old Richardson Side Road, so right. just uh, in Carp. And if you're a craft beer person in the Ottawa you area, are, you know you where that, know where uh, that yeah. So that's Monday, May 15th. Uh, do you have the time off the top uh, of your head? I think it's five to six is the meet yeah. the brewer. So okay. you're not going to actually meet the brewer. You're going to meet me. <laughs> right. Uh, which is which is fine. I'll have Andrew. It's fun in its own right. I, <laughs> yeah. I can, I can vouch for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have Andrew on speed dial if there's anything that I can't answer. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then there's trivia, ans- uh, trivia after and Lake of Bay's prizes will be given out. So that's super sweet. And yeah. You know, ten fourteen has brought in next stop there in uh, Hintonburg, okay, uh, Wellington yep. West. So they have next stop on draft right now. Greenfields has a next stop. Next stop seems to be the tropical fruit pale ale. Seems to be where where we're at. Is that right the one now. you brought in last time? Yeah, so that that's was, the one. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I brought you in a few more today because oh, I know you really yes, liked it. I did. Awesome. So my long weekend's going to be good. I know. I know. Yeah. I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll bring you a few more before the long weekend so you can, <laughs> we can sit out there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's moving along nicely. Um, lots of new uh, licensees um, all over my territory. In Whitney, Ontario, there's Mad Musher. Oh, and Whitney's far. Like, that's it, your territory? Yeah. So that's the end. So uh, okay. I'm about an hour and a bit from Huntsville. So about an hour and a half from the brewery okay. when I go to the end of my territory. Right. Because that's like Algonquin Park area kind of thing, isn't yeah, it? It's yeah, it's about 20 minutes from Algonquin Park. Yeah. So, um, so from here, it's a, it's a bit of a drive. It's, it is. But yeah. I've got like all three restaurants that are there. Yeah. So. Okay, nice. And then the LCBO, because it's, it's local for them, right? Right, true enough. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I've gotten kind of licensees all over the place. So uh, things are definitely looking up from the last time I was in, making some headways, as I said 28 times, I think, in in the last podcast, <laughs> headways. So We all was, have our crutches. Uh, yeah, yeah, over yeah. That was mine. I remember texting you after. I was like, this could be a drinking game. Like, honest <laughs> to God. Um, but yeah, no, everything's going great. Um, we're going to have our pride beer. Uh, oh, yeah. It's called True to Be You. Okay. It's going to be a lime cherry goiza. So it's uh, sour, but mm-hmm. salt's put back into it, uh, or salt's added. So it's not like a true sour where your face puckers up. <laughs> um, so it's going to be licensees only. Okay. Um, so it'll be available probably after a long weekend. Mm-hmm. So look for that to be um, in licensees across Ontario as much as we can get it in. And it's, it's going to be around for a while. Um, one of the things that I'm proud of working there, obviously, I, I said in the last podcast, we're a family, but uh, they're really inclusive um, and there's a, actually a committee of diversity and inclusivity okay. um, committee, and they came up with all of them, what was going to be the beer, the artwork on the can, everything 
to go with it. Yeah. So extremely, extremely proud uh, portion of the proceeds will go to Pride-related uh, organizations in Ontario. That's and terrific, uh, yeah. yeah, we're trying to do something with Capital Pride. So I've reached out to them and kind of left that with our marketing department. Sure. So I'm very, very, very excited about that. And it was called True to Be You? True to Be You. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll bring you some. I've never tried to go either. Yeah, we'd so. be happy to promote that once it's up and running. Yeah, right? So sure. definitely let us know. Yeah, and, I will. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's right there because you know, people who love beer come from all uh, all walks of life right so if, exactly. if that's it if you want to have a beer that's always kind of been the policy around here is if you want to sit around have a beer and talk sports you're welcome here i don't really care about anything beyond that right like it's uh you're welcome here so uh yeah. true to be you from lake of bays will be coming out shortly after the long weekend and, and yeah well, and we'll let people know more about that when it's out there right? yeah for sure for sure i will drop some off and you never know maybe it'll be a good sports story no uh, no doubt <laughs> probably yeah uh, always is my favorite today was uh, Milwaukee Brewers. They you never see anything from them, and then the headline today: they are not going to extend beer sales past the seventh inning because the, with the time, right? Like it's shorter now. Yeah, we so. brought this up for people who haven't been paying attention. The, they've they've added the pitch clock to baseball. As a viewer sitting on your couch, it's fantastic, right? The game moves along a lot faster. Instead of being three hour and ten minute game, it's a two hour and thirty five minute game. It's terrific. But a lot of the uh, beer vendors inside the stadium is like, hey, you're kind of hurting us here, right? Like a little less time to sell beer to people. And so you've seen a few different ballparks extend out. Normally they would stop selling beer uh, in the middle of the seventh inning. Now it's the middle of the eighth inning, right? Trying to scrape it out a little bit in the brewers. You know, fairly beer-related franchise. Like, no, we're not going to go ahead and do that, right? Like, uh, it's it's an interesting debate, though, right? Like, what it's done to their business versus the safety of people driving home. I don't, it's it's an interesting story. Yeah, like, they don't... I mean, they always have enough time to drink because in the States, right, they can tailgate before the sure, game. Yeah. So, um, but it's just funny how Lots every of people other... walking up and buying two instead of one anyway, right? Like uh, yeah, I mean, I don't I've know I've been that guy once be, or twice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I remember putting beers in like my pocket, yes. my cardigan, and then going back up and be like, "Can I get two more?" Just Walking because I didn't. Want... <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever you can do. Yeah. Eh? like when it's walking uh... back with two cans of beer in your pockets and a, for me, a, a hot dog in the chest pocket, right? Like, all right, I'm good for a couple innings. Here, <laughs> I'm good. Right? I'm good. So, I drink fast, so I have to make sure I have let, lots on me at all times. That guy walking up and down the steps. Going, Cold beer. Yeah, circle yeah. back, circle back. Like, uh, I'll always be ready for yeah. you. Right? Come so. back in about uh, seventeen. Yeah, minutes. exactly. <laughs> I've got a pace here. So. Uh, yeah, so it's just funny about, like, people coming off the IL, like, all this, and then Milwaukee Brewers, that's a, that's a, that's their big story. Yeah. You never hear stories about them, but that's the big story. I know, about. right? Suddenly Milwaukee's in the news because of their beer policy. <laughs> uh, nothing to do with their sports, so, yeah. Um, we got another beer here we'll try here in a couple minutes, so we'll circle back around to that, but uh, we are now a month and a bit into the baseball season. I know you're a huge sports fan and, and just... You, been to a bunch of different ballparks. We talked about that the last time you're we on. We'll link to that in the show notes if people want to go back and check out your first uh, your first visit here. But you know, what have you thought of the Jays here for the first little while of the season, or the baseball in general with the new rules? Like, has anything kind of jumped out at you? Um, 
No, like for me, uh, as I said, in the last time we were together, I'm a baseball purist, so it, it didn't really matter to me right. uh, whether I stayed for four hours or two hours. Sure. Um, but yeah, like the pitch clock, most people seem to to pitch in time. Uh, the bases, you don't really see a difference. You see a difference where you can only disengage from the mound yep. twice and people are stealing more, which is what they wanted, right? Yep. Um, I just thought it funny the other day, Ray's player Diaz, yep. he called time. Yandy Diaz, yeah. Yeah. And it was 0-2. And then he got to 2-2 two and two and he forgot he called. And so he called for time again, but that's automatic strike. Can't do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Down that, you go. I mean, uh, that kind of, I'm like, he struck out because he couldn't remember this new rule. And that's the only thing that I kind of have a problem with is that I, I get that it's a rule, yeah. but he got a strike out not because of anything to do with the game. Just. There's a bit of an adjustment period as people yeah. get used to this, right? And I think this was always bound to be the thing for the first first year anyway, maybe two. We'll see. But like. As we move forward, as guys come up from the minors and these have always been the rules, like it'll stop being an adjustment, right? Like it's just right now the guys who have kind of been major leaguers are struggling to catch up a bit. I, I, it hasn't been bad. No. I just, I, I saw that. I was watching because the Blue Jays were in a, a rain delay. So I was right. watching the Rays. It's the only reason anyone ever watches the Rays. It's yeah, the team they want to watch. Totally <laughs> off God. for like, some reason. And they've been good for so long. I know. I've, I've been to their baseball stadium and there's Ugh. not very many people there. No. I know it's a terrible stadium, but still. Like, it's like a I, convention I, center that they're playing baseball in. It's like the next weekend there's a boat show here or something. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah. yeah. It's so not baseball. Baseball, like right. it's like uh, it's like um, it's all the complaints that we have about the dome, but times ten. Oh, like hundred percent. But the things that they've done, so I'm hoping to go with it down there in June. But it looks amazing what the Blue Jays the have do- done. Yeah, oh. I was going to ask you, like, have you been yet? Are you planning to go? No. Like, it looks like a good time now. Like the yeah, the new dimensions, the new areas around the ballpark, right? The new patios and stuff. They they've done a pretty nice job here. It looks like. That's like right in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Like I could be on that. I don't even need to be down near the field. I can right. just be up in those patio, sure. patio decks <laughs> and just have a, a, a great time. Like it's it's awesome. They've raised the bullpens. I think it's made it much more like a baseball stadium, especially when the roof's open, right? You yeah. don't really see that dome. You see more of a party at, or a, a, like a patio party atmosphere, whereas before it looked like really – um, like boring. Yeah, like cookie say, cutter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like it's a dome. Yeah. So, but now they made it, and I, I know they're going to do more things this off season. Um, but for what they've done, it looks amazing. I'm hoping to get there in June. Um, but I am going, hopefully, to Chicago. So uh, the Cubs play on the 1st of oh, July. Nice. Okay, yeah. And then the White Sox. Wrigley's one of those places I've always yeah, wanted to I, go. Yeah, I know. I, I need Have to. you been to that one yet? No. No? Okay. No. And then Chicago plays the Blue Jays on the third or the fourth. So I'm hoping to the go. The Cubs have, or the White Sox? Uh, sorry, the White Sox are playing the Blue Jays on, on the, the thir- third. Okay. But I you would go re- early to see the Cubs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes so, sense. Yeah. Uh, so I can get both of them kind of in. So right. haven't haven't fully booked it, but it is it is going to happen. Um, but yeah, back to the Blue Jays. So yep. I just had That's to all right. just... That's <laughs> so what we do my, here. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Blue Jays are playing amazing. Like, they that Boston series didn't really do anything for them. <laughs> but then they come back and they sweep the Pirates. So I Who mean, were off to a crazy start for themselves. So to go in, like, it used to be you just assume when you're going to play the Pirates, yeah, we should roll those guys and carry on. Yeah. But they were like 20 and 16, 20 and 14 or something when that series started, the Pirates themselves. So no joke. And so to go in there, get the sweep, pretty important, right? And got the Jays turned back around as well and, and got some confidence back in there. But as you and I sit here now, uh, this will release on Wednesday morning, but the Jays about to kick off a two-gamer against Philly, which is 
uh, always fun too. They got a cool ballpark down there that we don't get to see on TV here in, uh, that's Jays fans all too often. So that's part of the new scheduling too, right? Is getting to see more of those NL teams more often. And so Pittsburgh, well known to be maybe the nicest ballpark in the majors and then Philly, not too far behind, right? So this is kind of cool in that regard. Yeah, for sure. And it's kind of funny with the new scheduling that they don't play so much against the AL East. And they're saying that all five AL East teams could be above 500 <laughs> for the first time. Pounding like, everybody. Yeah. You were sort of like as a Jays fan, like, finally, yeah. we'll go play some other, you know, bottom feeders. Then you're like, oh, right, Baltimore gets to go play them, too. And Tampa. <laughs> Tampa like, they're all go good. Play. Like, yeah. there's no one, like... I've... Going into the weekend, the fifth-place team in the AL East, I believe, was the Yankees, which won't last. Yeah. But they were a half game out of what would have been first in the AL Central, first in the NL Central. First, like, and you're just like, oh, my God, this division is still just going to be full of murderers forever. Yeah, I yeah. So I mean, it's it'll, it'll be exciting to watch uh, to watch the rest of the season for sure. But everyone's hitting well. Um, I think when we talked, we were talking about like whether last time we talked Kikuchi or Barrios yeah. can get back, and they're they're playing amazing. One bad game each, but Kikuchi especially has just uh, appears to have refound his like. Barrios hasn't quite sold me yet. He's been m- more good than bad this year for sure. <laughs> yes. but Kikuchi, you're just like. Where did you find this guy, right? Like, what was happening with him last year? And it's important to remember, I guess, that, you know, he was a free agent signing um, after the lockout. It was a reduced spring training. He had less time with the coaching staff to kind of... So maybe we should have given him a little more slack than we did last year, but he's been terrific this year. Um, Looks a lot like the guy that they thought they were signing coming out of Seattle after the 2021 season. So he's been awesome. It's been amazing to see the difference, and uh, I mean, like I said, they had a little hiccup in Boston, yeah. but I mean, Tampa came up, and what did, we won two against yep. them, and New York, we won two against them, so I mean, one little blip is okay, everyone's going to have their blips, hopefully. Sure, it's a long season. Yeah. But you don't want to really have it against the Elias, but... Um, which is it's fine. It's going to happen. Uh, there wasn't really one game. I was like, oh, they could oh, maybe they could have had it. Maybe one, but uh, they were just outplayed. It yeah, was yeah. Uh, the the first game. I think Romana had a um, he oh the blown the save. We got walked save. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, maybe just the bullpen. We talked about that. I yeah. think one of the worries for them. They've been they've been great. I mean, you can't really fault them for where they are. It's just everyone else in the AL East is so good. Yeah. Yeah. That when you lose four in a row, that puts you because no one else is going to lose four in a row. Well, you know, I think it does happen to everybody throughout the season. So in three, oh, and weeks, then at the same time, no, losing, not at the same time. That's like right. losing, losing. Everybody round, leapfrogs right? you yes. as you lose your four in a row. But in three weeks, weeks maybe Baltimore right. loses four in a row out in San Francisco or something, yes. and you leapfrog them. So it's yeah, it's fair. a long year. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah, no, for sure. We're still yeah, we're just in the beginning. Of right. That. So yeah, I've already like okay, they got to win like every <laughs> single game to get into. It's the hard, wild right? Part. When you talk about baseball, because <laughs> it's 162 games long. But we're used to looking at most sports, like whether it's football and the season's like 18 weeks long or even base or basketball and hockey are like 82 games. It's still half of what baseball is doing. And so a four game losing streak feels apocalyptic, but it's the equivalent to a loot. It's equivalent to a two-game losing streak in hockey, right? It, it, it's That's just, fair. It's yeah. hard to keep it in perspective. And it's like one game you're still lost in the NFL. Like. Yes, exactly, right? <laughs> so you, you still watch as a fan going, come on! But 
Yeah. It's a long year. It's I a long know. grind. So I know. Let's circle back to the dome for a second because I know you're you're hoping to head down there in, in June, as am I. Actually, at some point, I'd like to get down and, and check that out. Um, one of the big notes around the renovations, the new bar spaces, the new patio spaces, is that they've started to welcome in some craft brewers, which has always been a complaint of Blue Jays fans. Like you go in there and it was basically like a Molson-owned property or a Labatt-owned, whatever it would be, right? Mm-hmm. You, there wasn't a whole lot of selection. But I know um, uh, Muskoka is in there now. I believe Great Lakes is in there now. Was it, uh, I'm going to miss pre- Oast House, Oast so, uh, from Western Ontario. They're in there now. Uh, a few different craft options starting to pop up at some of these patios. Um, if you're a fan, and like you and I live up here, you're, we're not just popping down for a Thursday night game at random, right? It's a four-hour trip. Yeah. But if you're living in that general area, does the ability to get just, you know, a slightly different beer than just, you know, whatever, a Budweiser or a, a Molson, is that doing anything for you to be able to walk in and go, no, the, like there's some different experiences here now. I can try something local while I'm checking out the game. A hundred percent. I think it, it goes uh, to the atmosphere of the game. Like if you can only get Bud, Bud like Corona and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, when you open it up to other things, it's a whole new experience because these people, tourists, may never have heard True, of these yeah. craft breweries, something else. They're supporting local. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's awesome. I I think it's a great idea. Hopefully we can get in there. That'd be cool too. Yeah, yeah. And like, it was always so wild to me that like, and nothing happens by default, but like Steam Whistle is literally across the street. And you couldn't get a steam whistle at the dome, right? Like I, I get it. These venues, they sometimes sign exclusive deals, right? Like yeah. we'll pay you this to make sure only our beers get sold in there. But you can't, I, I don't think that works anymore in 2023, right? Like people's palates are changing. People's tastes are changing. If I'm going to come down, I want to, this is a thing for me, right? I, I'm here to see the game. I'm here for kind of a patio experience. I'm here for my Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I, I don't want to be dictated to which beers are available. I want you to kind of have a wide selection and yeah, you should kind of have a bit of everything from the region around you. It, to me, it just makes good sense, right? Well, just think about when you're at home watching the game. You know, you don't just... There's always 16 different breweries in my fridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, one, I mean, there's this, really only one it. in mine. But, right. Fair enough. Um, yeah. But, I mean, several different selections. Yeah. But it's not, you know, those macro breweries. It's, no. So people are trending towards that. So it was a great move by them to get craft breweries in there because more than likely, more than 50% of the people are going to be choosing that, I would assume. I would think so. And I so. just literally said 50%. I would uh, like just picked it, Pull out it off. Yeah. But I, I would say it, it has to be close to half, if not more, would try at least one. Right. Um, from especially Miss. You know, it, from Toronto or from Great Lakes or Muskoka, like you would go into that area and be like, oh my God, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, especially if you're someone who's only like a casual baseball fan and you got a buddy who's like, why don't we go to the game? And you're like, well, I was kind of thinking maybe we just go to sit on this patio at, I don't know, at Great Lakes. And you're like, well, we can get some Great Lakes over at, yeah. all right, let's go. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like, and I think it's great for the craft brewing industry to have that kind of um, exposure. I'm uh, eagerly awaiting. There is an article every single year uh, in The Athletic that covers craft beer rankings across Major League Baseball. So which ballparks you can go to that are embracing the craft beer phenomena. And Toronto, for the last, 
I don't know, three, four, five years, ever since they've done this list has always been 27th, 28th, whatever, because they're just not doing anything. And some of these ballparks in San Diego, San Francisco, uh, Kansas City, apparently um, up at uh, the Mariners. I know the Pacific Northwest is big into their craft beer. Huge, yeah. Yeah. And so they're always just like, whatever, like they've got all kinds of breweries in there and Toronto's never been. So I'll be interested to see when that ranking comes out this year, if Toronto's moved up the, uh, Toronto's moved up the list. Not that we need to talk about the Suns because, you know, it's... Yeah, They've been off for a bit, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know, I know. <laughs> Your team has got a lot longer than mine. Um, <laughs> but even but even at Canadian Tire Center, right? Like, I go there and there's not... It's all macro yep. uh, for the most part. I, I haven't seen it and I've been there a few times and I like to have one or four while I'm there. Same. And I, I haven't seen one. So, I mean, I think that's somewhere that... Maybe that's your next call. Got to call oh, the yeah. sense, see yeah. how we're getting in there, right? Yeah, well, I used to work there. Maybe I'll maybe yeah, I'll you know some magic. people, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe pull I'll, some uh, strings. Yes, yes. I like that. Uh, we have another beer here you brought for me and this one uh, I know is a favorite uh, of mine. Um, and I said to you before we started the show... Maybe one of the first six or eight craft beers um, that that I ever tried. When this show started, which is actually uh, for the good listener, uh, coming up on Monday is our eighth anniversary of the podcast. So, oh well, congratulations! Thank you very much. I will drop off beer next. Love week that, for yeah. A little okay. gift, yeah. little anniversary gift. That's cool of you. Um, for the first couple years of the show. It wasn't really about the craft thing as much as just sitting down and having a pint. And at the time, we were doing a lot of imports. Like, I, I always enjoyed a harp. Uh, a buddy of mine was drinking a lot of um, uh, and it's just, uh, Grolsch he was bringing in. And for him, a lot of gin and tonics. It wasn't so much about the – and it, I, I don't remember exactly when the, f- uh, the switch flipped. And it was sort of like, well, why don't we try and have a local craft thing uh, on each show and, and try something different? Um, but – as we did that, as we flipped to kind of the craft thing and started trying some different breweries and whatever, I know this one, the Spark House from Lake of Bays was very, very early on. I had actually with my dad down at his place when I went to visit my parents at one point and we grabbed some stuff out of the, uh, the Lindsay LCBO down in, uh, in God's country in the Kawarthas. <laughs> um, we found this, uh, this Spark House from Lake of Bays and I remember everything about it Standing out to me. And I think we talked about this the last time you were on. Just the name Lake of Bays, which I know is named after an actual lake. Like it's, but it just sounds so picturesque, right? Like I'm, I'm ready to have a beer on the end of a dock somewhere at the Lake of Bays. And the Sparkhouse Red was one of those first kind of six, eight, ten craft beers I ever tried. And the name always stuck with me because it's always been terrific. What can you tell us about this one as I, as well, I crack mine? you know what our tagline is, taste the great outdoors, and yes. it goes with the Lake of Bays. So this is uh, our Sparkhouse, uh, a.k.a. Sparky. That's what we call it. So <laughs> I call it a legacy beer. So um, the bar I bartend at now, when I first started eight and a half years ago, they had Sparkhouse on top. Uh, so it's available at the beer store, some LCBOs, some licensees. Um, so it has caramel toffee, so it's a red ale. That's what I'm getting right off the top is that caramel thing. And I always, as soon as I crack one, it jumps right out at me like, yep, there it is, right off the top. A little bit of a smoky note to it. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's definitely delicious. So funny. So I call it like a fall winter beer. And my boss is like, you can drink this all year round. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I know. And then... When I thought of you, I'm like, 
you know what? Matt drinks this all year yep. round. So he yes, does. it is an all year round beer for me. I, I like to switch her up, but uh, yeah, it's delicious. Uh, I definitely have a lot of these uh, in the winter. So I make up for my summer okay. uh, for how much I drink in the winter. Right. So we're, yeah, I guess it's an all year round right. for me. And it's, it's like, I hadn't really placed that, but you're right. There is just a tiny bit of that smokiness or something off the top. It is a little thicker, um, almost like a, I don't want to over-exaggerate or anything. It's not quite like a stout or anything like that, but it, it's got kind of that multi upfront thing to it that, that is probably what's always stood out to me as someone who likes a darker beer, right? Like this one. Yeah. I would easily be able to sit down and have a few of these during the summer, but it does fit in quite nicely in the winter, as you've said, um, just a classic, right? Like this one's been around for a long time. Oh, good old Sparky. So in 2019, it won, uh, it was a gold winner at the Ontario Brewing Awards. Okay. Um, and so our low tide, which is a 90 cal we talked about earlier, um, it was just recently um, the winner at the Brewing Awards. So oh, nice. we, have, we have some award winning yeah, winners yeah. in here. People I think they're all award winning, but yeah. two definitely. Right. Um, this one, is it, you know, it, when you go and you talk to different licensees and vendors, is this the one? that is the flagship is just the one that stands out to people. Oh, I remember Lake of Bays because I tried the Sparkos at something like this one's got a bit of a reputation behind it, doesn't it? Like, so if I go to licensees that used to have us on top yeah. forever ago before I started, right. they'll be like, oh yeah, we, no, for sure. We had Sparkos. So right. everyone, everyone knows Sparkos. Right. It's and so terrific. it's, it's, it's not part of our core, but it is because it has been around for so long. It's amazing on top. Um, Diane's Fish Shack in Kingston um, has it on tap, and nice. it, 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 it blows my mind. As so. I'm saying that now, I'm not sure I've ever had it on tap. I think it's always been out of a can when I've had it. I don't yeah, think I've ever it, it's, it's, tried it on draft. A few and now places I have a mission. That, yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, yeah, so it's uh, definitely everyone knows Spark House. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's one of the great beers. Again, it's always uh, always in my house, uh, but definitely in the fridge in the fall winter. See, I have to I have to switch to the the fruity beers in the summer. I get it. That's what most people are into, right? Like the, yeah. everybody's taste kind of shift with the season. I'm a yeah. bit of an outlier. I kind of stick with my own thing, but, but I, that's good. That's yeah, good. I know. It, I, mean, I know I what I like. I would turn down one. No, 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 no. I would never turn down beer. No, exactly. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, everybody's we're we're sort of at that that time where people are switching over from their heating to their air conditioning or f- getting ready to fill their pool or whatever. Everybody's kind of beer taste changing at the same time too. I'm ready for the summer ones now. Whereas I'm just sort of like whatever you hand me at any time of year. All right, let's do that. Right? Okay, like, fair enough. I'm like that too. Yeah, but, let's try yeah, it. But you're right. Like when I turn the air conditioning on, the spark house gets drank a little bit less yeah. until I turn the heat on right. in the fall. Fair enough. Um, this is, as I said, and, and it's not just because you're here. I, I <laughs> It happens all the time on the podcast where you circle back. I got a fridge full of things. I don't know what I want to try. I don't want to, but there's always a couple around that you're like, I've had that. I know I like that. I'm having that one, right? And instead of going with the one that's new, you're just like, no, I know I like that. I know I'm feeling that right now. And Sparkhouse, uh, that one's always been a Sparky, I guess we're calling it. Right? Yeah, it's that's, Sparky. So yeah. That's, that's one of those ones for me that, that will never be uh, out of place yeah. any season. So Yeah, and it's always available at the beer store. Uh, like, again, select licensees, select LCBOs, but uh, right. always in the beer store. Um, while we're having this one, we might as well talk a little bit about the, uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs. 
Uh, I know the Sens obviously didn't quite make it, but it's been a fascinating, you know, round and a half that we're in now. Which which series have had your attention? Kind of what have you been watching here over the uh, the last couple of weeks that's maybe caught your attention or surprised you? Or... Well, I'll leave that one to the end because you know which one I want to talk about with you. It's the same one but... everybody wants to talk about with me. <laughs> Uh, you know what, Edmonton um, has been one that I've watched right. uh, pretty much every game. Uh, I know it's they're in tough against Vegas for sure. Um, yeah, down two one as we sit here right now. Yeah, uh, McDavid doesn't look good. He's definitely hurt. There's something wrong with yeah, him. It's, yeah. So I mean, the goaltending is meh. But um, what did I hear today? Like every team that's left is flawed, and you just have to yep. kind of not be as flawed as the other team or work against or hide your flaws. Right. Uh, Seattle is an amazing. Seattle, wow. I can't believe. I because they have they have scoring they on every line. And Instead of like a couple of forty or fifty goal guys, they have like three lines of twenty goal guys, and it just keeps coming at you in waves. Right. Like there's never a break. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's weird. I'm like, who's this outstanding goalie right now? Like. It's mm. it's hard to say. Carolina, New Jersey. Can I, I thought. Can I suggest Bobrovsky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, He's hurting my feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you're right. Uh, a lot of the top goalies went. I would have thought, like, if you'd have just told me without having let me watch any of this, that the 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 teams that are left, um, I would have said Jake Ottinger in Dallas is probably the best goalie left. He hasn't looked like it. Like no. Seattle's been getting to him, no problem. So. I don't know how that's going to play out. But that that's what makes it exciting, right? Of course, so, yeah. Um, yeah, so I haven't watched a lot of Dallas-Seattle. Uh, I've watched maybe maybe the last two games. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch Dallas or Seattle really in the first round at all. Right. Um, that Dallas-Minnesota yeah. series didn't have my attention either. Mm-hmm. Colorado-Seattle a little more, but yeah. that yeah. Seattle team's interesting, right? Like. Yeah, so They're not supposed to be this good yet. I know, but they, I mean, Grubauer, I mean. Mm-hmm. That's sometimes all Colorado. you need. Yeah, if uh, you get yeah. your atten- if you get your goalie going at the right time, sometimes that's all it takes, right? And so Seattle and kind of Florida kind of remind yeah. me of the Oilers in 2005, 2006 when I worked for them, right? right. Like, Took I mean. that run to the final against Carolina. Yeah, so, I mean, look at Florida, sorry. Um, <laughs> they barely got in and then they knock off the the Bruins. Presence, yeah, yeah, the Bruins, President's Trophy, the Oilers knocked off the Red Wings. Mm-hmm. And then, sorry about your Leafs, but, <laughs> you know, like, and then the Oilers knocked off San Jose. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, the, the, I don't know, they have this kind of, they, they have the will to win. And, um, it's an I, interesting comparison because it, there's sort of some unheralded pieces there, right? Like where they're fine, but some of it's not super well known, right? Like as we came into this year... Who the hell knew anything about Brendan Montour? And suddenly he's a 70-point defenseman. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Ekblad's been around for a while. Maybe that's your kind of Chris Pronger crossover yeah. equivalent there with the Edmonton team from 06. Uh, that, that's just, they were never bad, but no one took expected them to take a run like this. And and yet here the Panthers are, like you said, having knocked off Boston. And at some point over the next couple days, they're about to knock off the Leafs, whether it's in four or five or whatever. We'll see. But... It's it's an interesting maybe, comparison. Maybe they'll come back. Yeah, maybe maybe maybe, yeah. maybe they will, they'll stave off elimination. Maybe I'll sprout wings and fly <laughs> off my balcony. <laughs> these things happen. Um, <laughs> yeah, and maybe Seattle's more. Yeah, Seattle has that kind of 
oilerish look too. Yeah. So there's actually two, one from one from each side. But uh, yeah, I listened to your uh, after game three loss, and I'm my 53 second post game yeah, show. Yeah, oh yeah, I listened to everything you post. So, but this well, this you. this is great. Um, but it was just nothing to say. Like, <laughs> you, just here it is. But yeah, like I was super happy, but at the same time, I, bet. I don't understand. Like I'm happy, but I don't understand because it shouldn't be like this. And what did someone say? Like, oh, when are we going to see the real Maple Leafs? That's what we keep asking. I'm like, maybe that was this. Yes. Okay. Uh, coming out of that, yeah. yeah. Um, Jim yeah. Ralph is the color guy on the radio broadcast for Toronto. And he said, when are we going to see the real Maple Leafs? And that was, uh, they played that clip on 1200 okay, just sorry. as I was jumping like, on I, with them. I, I, and Creech yeah. goes, maybe this is the real Maple Leafs. Yes. And I hated Creech for that, but I'm like, oh, maybe it is. <laughs> right? Like, <man. laughs> But I, I don't get it, though. Like, they are so, I, I know why. They don't have the grip. But that's why O'Reilly was in there, I thought. Yeah. Um, but. Well, like, they went out and got some grit. Luke Shen yes. back in there too, right? Like Jake McCabe. They. I don't get it. I'm happy, yeah. but I still don't get it. I'm it sad, and I don't get I it. Yeah, it, it, but I that's know. where it's at, right? Like, is this sort of confusion? I thought both games one and two could have gone our way. Oh, for it's sure. It's not like we no. outplayed them crazy or anything, but they could have easily gone our way. Game three was just a complete no show, and you were lucky to be in overtime and still be alive. Uh, I heard your comment about Marner, and I was like, for, "That's exactly what I said when I was watching it." Yeah. I was like, "What are you terrified, little boy? Like, just what's happened to you? You've forgotten how to make a pass. You've you're on our penalty kill, and suddenly you can't defend. You can't track anybody. I don't understand what's happening with Mitch Marner right now. Uh, well." Actually, I do understand. He's the pressure's getting to him, and he can't handle it. And but I guess when they're like down O two, going to Florida, um, yeah, he just looked not like Mitch Marner no. at all. Like I don't know. And unfortunately, we've seen that happen to him before. Yeah. So that starts to, you know, we saw on uh, as you and I sit here. Uh, so that was last night. We saw on Monday night the NHL draft lottery. Oh yeah. Connor Bedard looks like he'll be headed to Chicago, yes. and I wonder. If Mitch Marner isn't the perfect guy to ride shotgun with him there in Chicago. Uh, right. So <laughs> Maybe he, that's the, because uh, I think Chicago also has like $30 million in cap space. So. Yeah. They, they have nothing to give us in return in a trade, no, but. No, no, they But don't. there's a place he could go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Chicago. Yeah. Not to, not to move on from your Leafs. But, no, that's uh, fine. Okay. Well, one more thing before we move on to the Leafs. What do you think? You watch them all the time. Yes, They're I your do. favorite team. Yeah, well. I'm just I'm just happy when they lose. Yep. So what did what would be your way to fix? Like what needs to happen? Like does uh is it the coach? Is it the GM? Is it the players? Is it too much skill? We need to get rid of Am I allowed to dress Doug Gilmore for game four? <laughs> yes. <laughs> is that a thing we can do? Yes. Um just in general, like, yeah, they're going to lose. Yes, Sorry. they are. No, they are. Oh, they're right. going to, whether it's in four, five, six, six. I don't know. But they're going to lose. Yeah. Um, this is the most frustrating part is I don't know what you do. Kyle Dubas, to me, he built a good team. And you, you see that because over 82 games, they keep finishing with 108 points, 115 points, 109 points, right? Like, they're a very good team who crumbles in the playoffs. So you can criticize him for being too loyal to this group, and I think that's a fair criticism. But at the deadline, he's gone out and addressed what everybody thinks needs addressing. You mentioned it, right? Like Ryan O'Reilly gets brought in. Nola Chari gets brought in. Uh, Luke Shen and Jake McCabe. Get brought in. So he goes and he does the grit thing that's supposed to matter in the playoffs, right? 
and it it doesn't work. To me, he's not off the list of people to blame, but he's lower down the list of people. I, I think Sheldon Keefe has made some baffling decisions at times. I think he panics under pressure, juggles the lines too many times, and it, your chemistry suffers. I think he's been married to Justin Hall uh, a little too often. So I think if, I think when this happens, <laughs> he'll be gone. Um, and at least one of the big four is going to be gone. But I think so. I don't know who that is. Unless Austin Matthews just tells you, yeah. I'm well, kinda he's when you're left after this year, right? Yeah. So. And you would have no choice but to trade him. Oh, if he hasn't said by July 1st that I'm re-upping, he, you'll, just, you'll have to trade him. Um, but, you know. He's as much responsible for this yep. as a guy who hasn't shown up. So, but he's a guy that he's the one I would least want to trade. Um, John Tavares almost certainly can't be traded. Like we're into his later years, that contract isn't very good anymore. So I don't know who wants it. And he has a no move clause, so he can say, "Yeah, I'm not going anywhere." Yep. Um, and now you're down to Willie and Mitch. Willie's, believe it or not. Uh, points per game actually go up. The tighter the series gets, the later into the series gets, Marners go down. So it's one of those two guys, and I assume it'll be Willie, but that's not the guy I'd be blaming right now. So I I don't know. I, I, I look at all of it and I go, obviously it's just a bad mix. There's something here. There's something in the stew that's gone bad, right? And and maybe all of these players, like they'll never do this, but let's assume they traded all four of them. I assume they would all be fine in their new homes, but there's something about the four of them together that isn't working, if that makes sense. I just think it's too much skill, and that seems really odd to say. But if you can shut down two lines, like in the playoffs, it's very different, right? Mm-hmm. So when Edmonton went to the Stanley Cup final in 2005-2006, yep. we talked about this. Their number one score, the number one score in the playoffs. Was, was it Fer- Fernando Pisani? It was Fernando Pisani. <laughs> a name he, nobody had ever heard before the no, playoffs No, and he's started. a third line center. Yeah. So like, because the first two lines were shut down. You're yeah, they third check each other fourth, out. Right. right? You, they cancel out. Yep. So your third and your fourth has to score. And if they don't, then you're in big trouble. You can't rely on I the I can relate two. to that, yeah. And well, look at trouble. the Oilers. I mean, I mean, the Oilers are not, they're still in it. Like, they're not. Yeah, like, I mean, no, neither one of us will be shocked if they come back and blow the doors off Vegas in game four. Right? No, like, that could no. happen. I so. think it's going to go seven anyway. So yeah, I do too. I, I, you know, they're not, McDavid and Dreisel are not going to have two semi-part Agreed. games, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, Connor Bedard, I like how, wow, Chicago. Chicago. Um, Original six, that's pretty yeah, good. I think a lot of people are upset based on the Kyle Beach thing, right? And the way the Blackhawks had covered that up, that they're now being rewarded. But that's the way it works. It's not like the NHL, unless you believe in conspiracies, but like hand chose them to have this guy. That's the way the lottery ran. They were bad. They got the guy. And the NHL, I'm sure, is pretty happy. Like you said, an original six market, one of their biggest markets, right? With Montreal, New York, Toronto, right? Like to have a guy like that under one of their spotlights, we're about to see Chicago and a bunch more outdoor games here coming up, which was 100%. A, a complaint for a while. Um, but he was, a, a, a Connor Bedard grew up a Canucks fan, but also loved Patrick Kane, right? Like a lot of kids grew up through the 2010s watching that amazing Chicago team for a long time. Yep. He's in a good spot. And honestly, I'm, 
I'm happy because uh, most of the people responsible for what happened in Chicago are gone. It's a new management team. It's a new coaching staff. I didn't want to see like Arizona get rewarded for just being terrible every year. And here's our next big superstar. Why don't you go play in front of nobody in a university rink? And you know, yeah, was it forty seven hundred people? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't want that. Um, yeah. I thought for the NHL's best interests, either Chicago or Philadelphia. No, for sure. Yeah. So two big markets. I yeah. think it'll help repair their uh, reputation. Yep. Um, uh, I get why people are mad. Yeah, I I get it too, but it's. Like At the NHL, point, the, the NHL didn't pick for him to go there. Yep. Um, I mean, if they wanted him to go anywhere, it would probably have been Philadelphia yep. um, or Anaheim. But uh, you know, too bad for Anaheim because no one's going to even talk about the second pick. What is Fanelli? Adam Fantilli. Fantilli. Yeah. <clears throat> no one's even going to talk about him. Well, it's it's, it's so funny there. because if you go back all the way, all the way back in the time machine to 2006 uh, or 2005. The Sidney Crosby draft. It's Anaheim who finishes second and gets Bobby Ryan. And Bobby Ryan's a really good hockey player, but he was not Sidney Crosby. And so suddenly you're runner-up in maybe the most important draft in 20 years. And when it comes time for the next one with uh, with Bedard, oh no, we're runner-up again, right? And, and Fentilli's going to be a really good player, I think. Oh, yeah. But he's not Connor Bedard. No. So, so in that draft, uh, I think the Edmonton Oilers chose really high. Do you know who they chose? Well, Sidney Crosby draft, yeah. So it was, it was, uh, he was. No, I don't remember. To be it honest was his with you. teammate, um, Mark Antoine Pouliot. So, oh yeah, okay. Uh, line mate. Yeah. So he never progressed, but he had so many points because he was on the same line, <laughs> yes. right? So he went high in the draft, <laughs> but he like he played in the NHL for a little bit, but sure. it wasn't uh, it wasn't Sidney Crosby like. And they're like, we got to look at his points. So I'm like, well, if. Angela Thompson played with Sidney Crosby. <laughs> I would get a lot of points too. Right. He'll bank some in off me. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've always yeah. said that if you give me a year in the NHL playing with Crosby, I'm going to score at least a goal. Like he'll oh, bank oh. one off my ass or something. Yeah, yeah. Right? No, like, I mean that's, that's the only way I would. Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. It'll have that. nothing to do with me. my instructions. Will be go to the net and wait for one to hit my shin pad. Right. Like, that's it. Yeah, I could direct it in with no kicking motion, but I would direct it in with my foot, okay, maybe. Yeah, no, I'm uh, just letting him bank it off my ass. That's okay, all, that's yeah, all I, I think got. that's I think that's the best way. <laughs> um, but yeah, good on Connor Bedard. Like, I watched over the the World Juniors; they did a feature on him. Yeah, and he would take his equipment on holidays, and it's insane <laughs> what day in day out. Like, honestly, if I worked out like this kid worked out, like yeah. I could have probably done something in life, but. <laughs> But I'm good at drinking beer, so that's sure, probably yeah. where I'm supposed to be at. The Connor uh, Bedard of beer drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's probably you. Well, uh, uh, maybe, maybe. There's someone out there who's crushing both of us. I know that. Probably. But, uh, um, but glad the, to be on the team. But the love of the game that he has yeah. and the dedication, he's going to be really great for Chicago and looking forward. I mean, they have to isolate him for sure Yeah. because uh, they have no one right now. Uh, that's true. So they'll have to, they'll have to get some... Not some scoring, but some, some veterans people. anyway. Somebody in there to help them out, right? And yeah, yeah. yeah. So it'll, so it'll be interesting. And then lots of exciting stuff with the Suns. Everyone wants to own us. It sounds like it. Right? Snoop Dogg, Ryan Reynolds, The Weekend, I... celebs just lining up, falling over themselves to get a piece of the Suns. I can't. Right. I can't imagine. <laughs> I know. I know. It, I mean, I know you love it because it's the Suns, but uh, well, it's just. Like sports seems rarely come up, right? Yep. So uh, everyone's trying to get in. Uh, 
If I had to pick one, I'd probably pick Ryan Reynolds just for what he did with Wrexham. Team Snoop over here. Oh, your Team Snoop, eh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. I get it, though. The Wrexham thing is interesting. What Reynolds did, <clears throat> cut up, took what was it, like a third division soccer team, and suddenly it's a Netflix series. It's a documentary. Everybody's talking about their. I can't even remember the number somebody gave me on their merchandise that went from like they were selling like $3,000 a year in merchandise to like $600,000 a year in merchandise just because suddenly we're a Ryan Reynolds Netflix series. I'm sure I have those numbers wrong, but it was a similar explosion, right? Like in, in terms I of percentage. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I get why Sens fans would be interested in that. And for several months, Reynolds was the only celebrity name that we thought was involved. And so I got... I understand why Sens fans got attached, but then Snoop comes in and man, Snoop's just cool as shit, right? Like everything Snoop does is just, there's a vibe there. And now all of a sudden it sort of feels like with the weekend, which we heard about this past weekend, it (laughs) was, look at you. I like it. It was, uh, it sort of felt like these other groups were like, oh, we got to go find a celebrity, right? Like we have the money, but we need a face of this thing. And, and it feels a little like that's how the weekend is suddenly emerged on the stage too. And it could have been the way Snoop Dogg got on too. Like, okay, Ryan Reynolds, they've actually put in a bid or reported bid of $1 billion. And I can't even imagine $1 billion. (laughs) Wow. Um, it's a lot of beer. That is a lot of beer. I I would spend that wisely. Yeah, um, yeah. um, And then all these other ones. So I don't know if the groups that didn't have Ryan Reynolds was like, wow, look at Ryan Reynolds. He's getting all the attention. Gary Bettman, he's on uh, late night talk shows talking about it. We need somebody or we're not going to have anything. But I think at the end of the day, I mean, it's up to the NHL and um, Melnick Stoddard. But uh, I would say that it will Probably, I don't know. I would say go to Ryan Reynolds' group if they put in the. But they're the longest, right? It it can't be just the celebrity. It's got to have. Well, the plan. Yeah, (laughs) got to have a plan. A stable ownership group and a real estate plan around it for the arena and all these things. And it does seem like the Ryan Reynolds group has been in early, been the one most talked about. He is a part of it as the celebrity component, but that they have. It it feels like he is. With the group to be, I think it's the Remington group that. But uh, he was like he lived in Vanier, like he's Canadian. Yeah. I know the weekend does too, but the weekend just like came, like they're they're gonna make a decision in like two weeks, and yes. it's like okay, I'm that, in. and that's it. It feels like he was parachuted <laughs> in to be like, yeah, we got a celebrity too. Like, yeah, okay. no, pick us. Look, yeah, yeah. look at us now. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so I'm with you there. I, I think the Reynolds, uh, and I've said this uh, on the show a couple times before. Snoop, I think, wants to own an NHL team, and the Sens are the one that's for sale right now, whereas Ryan Reynolds wants to own the Sens. And so yeah. that's an important Ooh, distinction, right? Yeah. Like it's, uh, I think You're that's, smart, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, and I won't be disappointed. Look, I'm not a fan of the Senators. I just think Snoop's really cool. And the the, the group that he's a part of there with Nico Sparks, all, their whole thing is about diversity and both at the ownership level and all the way on down. So I think that's cool as well. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. But, but I think any I think any of the groups will bring something to Ottawa that we haven't seen. I know they yes. still won't be your favorite team. It's true. <laughs> but I think it'll bring a level of excitement, you know, whether, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a Netflix series, like how cool would that be behind the scenes and like I, even without the Netflix series, the fact that Snoop is on ESPN with Stephen A. Smith talking about the Ottawa Senators. Yeah. 
The Sens, I am certain, have never been mentioned on Stephen A. Smith's show before, right? Like, and I, like, I don't happen to like Stephen A. Smith's show very no, much, no, I, but it is watched by millions of people every week. So there even is even no, Ryan Reynolds. Was it on Jimmy Fallon? He was on Late Night. That was huge too, right? So I'm just saying it's kind of step for step, right? Like Snoop's getting out there in one area, Reynolds is getting out there in another. But that just the fact that it's not just Ottawa, like sleepy little Ottawa. Yeah, like that's what I mean. Snoop Dogg is talking about the Ottawa Senators yes. on ESPN. You're like, yes. what is happening right now? Right? I know <laughs> it's crazy. So hopefully they can, you know, get past Ottawa's sleepy town. Yeah. And there's excitement around the Sens, perhaps a new arena, a really mm-hmm. great ownership group, whichever one takes it. Uh, but yeah, it's exciting things to come for the Sens. It sure looks like it. Yeah. So another interesting. Uh, summer ahead for the Sens. Uh, we thought last year was kind of wild. We'll see this year with a new ownership group could mean also new management, new coaching. Alex DeBrinkett's deal is still looming. We'll see whether he's going to be back or, or do you think he stays or do you think he's... Um, It's hard to say. Like, uh, He's an RFA, correct? Yep. So You he... own his rights, but you have to lock him up. And if he won't lock up, you might have to move on, right? It's... I just don't know. He is very talented, um, obviously, coming from Chicago. Yeah. But multi-time 40-goal scorer. Yeah. He didn't do that here. Nope. So what are you going to pay him mm-hmm. when you look at everything else that you have to pay for or will have to pay for? Uh, yeah, Jake Sanderson's going to want a sweet new deal here coming up pretty soon. Uh, yeah, um, and he's going to earn – he's already earned every penny. Yep. Um, so as long as he doesn't have a fallback in a sophomore year, uh, he's going to earn – I think he's the – Besides Thomas Shabbat, and even on probably some days, he's probably the best defenseman that we have. Looks like it, yeah. 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 So it'll be interesting to see, but um, the changes. To bring it, I wouldn't mind, but I wouldn't overpay. That's uh, the thing too, right? Like half like of the bridge. part of bringing him in this year was show him that we're taking the next step forward, right? We also got Giroux, and we also... Oh, he was amazing. And yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. But Josh Norris gets hurt. The season didn't go very well. So if the reason yeah. to bring in Alex to bring it for an extra year was to show him, look how good we're going to be, last year didn't do that, right? And so there's not going to be a discount, right? You're going to have to pay that guy probably $9 million. Do yeah. you want to pay him more than you're paying Stutzla or Kachuk? That's oh, going to be uncomfortable, right? That will be. So um, I don't know... You know, obviously only Pierre knows sure. what's going on. Um, but I think with Josh Norris back, like, uh, you know, hopefully he doesn't get hurt again. But yep. uh, they do have, what were they, six points behind Florida? Yeah. So look at what Florida's doing. Like, There's no offense to rub it in sure. again. But they're only, <laughs> <laughs> but they're, you know, they were six points. That's yep. a, If they didn't have, again, a bad November, mm-hmm. they'd be in the playoffs. Yeah. So. If, does, uh, if Norris doesn't get hurt, right? Like and they're it, not like on their four-string goalie, fifth-string right. goalie. Six, yeah. I think it was six-string by the time we got to the end. You I ended up I, using a lot. Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't. I couldn't count that. Yeah. I was like, I don't even know who this person is. <laughs> there was one goalie that just came in. I'm like, where did you come from? Like, I think it was the third last game. I, I don't even remember. Saw a flight out of Sweden or something. <laughs> yeah, like, and like, like he just played one and then went yeah. back. And I was like, why did he come in? Like, <laughs> and where's Mar- uh, um not Martinez. Who am I thinking of? Uh, Mandelize. Oh, well, yeah. Kevin how come Mandelize. he stopped playing? Yeah. Where is he, this guy, coming? Now we're on your sixth goalie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think with healthy goaltending, hopefully uh, Anton Forsberg is back. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I think I I said this last time, but I'm hoping for a good year. Right. Well, I think we'll I think they'll make the playoffs this year. That okay. will be my. Yeah. That will be my. If if they have not playing their sixth turn goalie, I think they'll they'll make the playoffs. <laughs> it does help, right? Like <laughs> New Jersey last year played like five or six goalies, 
and this year when they got to play just their like number one and two, suddenly they're in the second round of the playoffs. So it makes a huge difference. But right? look at Vegas. Vegas is on their fifth goal. Yeah, like, how come true. they can do it? Like yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot to players. ask if any organization <laughs> go five goalies deep and still have some stars sitting there. <laughs> so fair, fair, yeah, point. fair point. Uh, before we wrap it up, tell us again about the uh, the new one you brought in that uh, we're looking to drop right around the uh, the long weekend. Yeah, so it's called Unmapped. It's a hazy light IPA, so low carbs, uh, seven grams of carbs. Uh, it's a peach jasmine with lemon lime uh, notes to it. Uh, it should be at the LCBO. We have a sneak peek of it today, yes. uh, hopefully before the long weekend, if not just after. If you don't see it. Uh, what was the can, percentage on it? Uh, I think it's 4%. I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, so pretty good. Pretty good if yeah, you're yeah. looking to get into your summer summer. Bod. And not feel too guilty, right? Sit well, around, have a few of them on a Saturday afternoon, and still yeah. feel all right about yourself, right? Like you, <laughs> yeah, you didn't I mean, up your I don't have diet. a summer bod, and no. I, I'll just keep drinking beer. You, but uh, I, if you're yeah. if you're worried about things like that, we have ninety cows and non alks yeah. too that we can help you out with, and that's, that's right. something I'm concerned about. But um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it should be a good summer. We have lots of good things coming out, like our True to Be You, uh, lots of things going on at licensees all across Ottawa. Um, yeah, so it'll be a really good summer. We will uh, share the beers. We will share some of the links on all our social media feeds at Talkin Audio. Angela Thompson, thanks so much for coming in, bringing a couple of beers. I appreciate it. It was good to see you. Yeah, it was good to see you too. Thanks so much. I really had a lot of fun. We will be uh, back after, uh, after game four. <laughs> Maddie Lang and I will be back, win or lose, whatever happens, so stick around for that. For Angela Thompson, my name's Matt Robinson, and we'll catch you on the next episode of TCA. That's it. Not work under these conditions. If anybody wants me, I'll be downstairs at McDougal. Call the weekend guy, I don't care.